and we're off. What's up, man? It's been been a been about a week and a half, a, a week, a week. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I think uh, last Wednesday. Something yeah, like yeah. That. The, the we same really, we try to avoid talking outside of the show because we feel like it really ruins things. Yeah, I, um, yeah. We always try to be fresh and funny for you guys every single show. You yeah, know? we really try to bring the heat uh, every fucking time. Uh, so we try to keep our conversations to a minute. We were just talking about how we'll be like, "Hey, how's it going, man?" And you know, it's always you know, it's fine, I guess. But it's it you know, there's always something. Thomas almost lost his eye. Uh, something. I wasn't that close. <laughs> I've had much closer calls than that. that was... Yeah. What uh? What was going on with the car? So you know, uh, you know how somebody hit it. Yeah. So I got off Amazon. I was able to get replacement parts for fairly cheap. It was only like a hundred and ten bucks. I was like, you know what? That's not bad. Um, because I thought replacing that rear tail light was going to be a. I always say rear tail light, like I have tail lights in the front. Anyway, <laughs> I thought that tail light was going to be super expensive, but it wasn't. Right. Anyway, so I've never replaced a mirror before, but that wasn't going to stop me from not looking at any directions whatsoever. Right, yeah, yeah. So I get in there, <clears throat> I pop off this one little thing like where a door speaker is because I figure out that I'm, I'm like, this is probably the only way to get to those bolts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm having trouble getting to those bolts, so I'm like, well, I guess i got to pop off the door panel. Now, I've never popped off a door panel in my life, but I got me a crowbar, and I sort of did pop it off in a way. Right. But that was mostly me, <coughs> like, bending the whole door panel. Mm-hmm. Like, so I just like, sort of grabbed all the edges of it and kept yanking it you did, there was folding no it over. nuance or subtlety to your No, approach. and then about 15 minutes into this, I look... And there's one one screw that I had to remove to just pop, to just lift the door panel off, and uh, so I do that, and then it just you know it comes off. I put the mirror on, then I realize I have to unscrew the bolts because I got to put this other little plate on to hold the speaker thing. I do that. Oh, by the way, I didn't realize I had uh, I had wiring in my mirrors. So I had to figure out the wiring. Oh, because of the fucking... Yeah. yeah. I think I got that figured out. But anyway, so I'm like, okay, that went surprisingly well, sort of. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> other than the fact that the, the inside of my door is, like, rusted out somehow. I guess I just spilled, like, ketchup in there or something. I don't know. Yeah, like... But <laughs> I'm like, how do you get like, rust You, like, half-finish a monster and, like, just threw it? Yeah, I just, point. like, yeah. it had been... I don't know. But uh, so I sort of, I'm like, yeah, that'll work. I've got a mirror on there now. The bolts didn't quite line up because I guess the door itself got bent. But I was like, yeah, it'll it'll be fine. Um, yeah. And so I go to put the door panel back on, and I immediately realize it is not the same shape it was. <laughs> I like, dude, I was, I had a long day today, you know, I got yeah. off work late. And I just, like, fucking destroyed that thing. Like, yeah. it... It popped back into place somewhat. Right. But it was, I bent it so bad that I can't screw it back into place. But it is, it is in the door. It's sort of in the door, but like, I could probably lift the controls for like the windows, like out of it. <laughs> okay. 
And I also, because it wouldn't pop all the way into place, I have a speaker on my driver's side that doesn't have the little cover on it. Oh it's goodness. just it's just hanging down. So so I don't know if it's going to be quieter or louder, but we'll see tomorrow when I have to go to work. I also got a flat tire, but I'm just going to keep driving on it. I've been driving on it for like two weeks. No Dude, problems. I've had, a, I've had a slow leak in my front left tire for like, I'm not kidding, two and a half, three years. And I have the money to replace the front left tire. But I hate going to discount tire and I hate spending money on tire. I don't, I just don't. Every time I go to discount tire, there's always somebody in front of me that's like, I will kill every motherfucker in here. And the discount you tire. You find like a mom and pop shop. Yeah, for, no. For you, tires. Well, like around in Austin, there's just not like in Houston, they're on every fucking street corner, yeah. especially in Pasadena. In Austin, nah, I have not, not even in the suburbs or like, like in the fucking barrio or whatever. None, nothing. Um, back where, and where I'm from in Pasadena, there's like a, like a fucking, you know, like used tire shop, like every fucking 10 feet. They're like connected to liquor stores, but, uh, every, I have to go to discount tire and I, I understand. I think everybody who walks in there because it's annoying to go there. Usually you're pissed cause you got a flat tire, but everyone walks in there with like a boomer, like, like haggling mentality where the discount tire guy stout, like five, four, you know, Hispanic dudes, like. That'll be four fifty five uh, before tax, and the person's like, "I'll no," and they're like, "All right, well, it's <laughs> not. That's not like a negotiation here, you know. It's, it's there's anyway. I go there, but I've had a slow leak, and uh, you know, my girlfriend's like, "You know that you drive back and forth to Houston like so much, and you go up to Round Rock and you fucking drive all over the state. You go to Thomas's." Uh, the more well, here's the thing: whenever you get out on the freeway, your tires expand. Mm-hmm. So the only way to keep a flat tire from going flat is to drive, through, you know, four hundred or so miles on it right. in a weekend. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because when a tire expands and it's got a slow leak, it's good for the leak, and it's really good for the tire. Right. Uh, I'm gonna text you like, "Hey, man, I'm heading out at like nine in the morning on a Saturday," and you're just never gonna hear from me again. <laughs> Like, just never going to, and like, you'll be like, well, I mean, I guess he just didn't come, you know, Monday rolls around, nothing. I'm like just, grilling or whatever. I'm like, yeah, ah, well, extra steak. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Extra steak, extra wings. Next week you text me, Hey, what time are we doing the show? Nothing. Wednesday, nothing. Two years later, you find out I died. And it's like, well, you know, sometimes I, I, I DM your girlfriend. I'm like, Hey. Do you have Jake's bank information? I was just gonna switch over <laughs> my name. He's I'm like, trying to... <laughs> I think he's getting tired of like dealing with it, so I just figured I'd take it on. She's like, he's been dead for two yeah. months, and you do this. I'm like, no, I was gonna put like half of it into like a like a probably like a learning program, and then mm-hmm. the other half to like Ethereum Latino <laughs> studies, um, and then the other half I was gonna have. And also the other half. The it's the, the idea that like there would be like a month of Patreon money and then maybe like a, a second month of a little bit. And I'm like, I'm dead in the dirt, dude. And you're like, man, I'm so sad. My friend Jake is dead. Uh, does anybody have his routing number? <laughs> there is zero. I mean, zero chance I would stop the show if you died. I hope you know. <laughs> No, this I is my that. only way out. I, I was no, it, same. I for have you, like, no if, other exit strategy. If you died, I guess I would have to do like a liquor show with Kurt. Like I would, I would have to do like a whiskey show and like a. If you die, show. I have to actually finish college. 
Like, not even as a joke. I have to go back to college yeah, and do the yeah. classes. It's funny that you and I have put so much stock into this show, but we don't really do anything. We have zero we other aspirations other than, like, magically getting rich. Yeah, finding a bag of money on the ground and there's, like, $100 million yeah. in it or we're something. Like, yeah, we're like two homeless guys trying to split a $5 bill. Yeah. Well, like, if we, who's going to be rich? We put so much, like, fantasy and imagination into this, but every time we start the show, we're both like, yeah, I haven't filled out the, the corporate measures. I, I really haven't talked to anybody. I don't know. I forgot we had a show till just now. I was <laughs> yeah. just thinking about how cool it would be to have an old El Dorado. Yeah, um, I was thinking about an El Camino with an LS SWAT and, like, putting a big engine in it, and I hope it costs one $1 and not fucking $30,000. Uh, I was thinking about churros uh, and... Yeah, but if you yeah, if one of us dies, the show, it. <laughs> we picked the worst. We both picked the worst person, life expectancy sh- wise. Yeah. To, to run this out, and you almost die every day at work, and I, <laughs> I just like don't pay attention to anything, and I did too many drugs, and I, it's just like, you know, I I eat too many chicken wings, you know, it. Also, I just like, you know, I like the other day I was just like walking downtown and looking at my phone and I just, I'm not, I'm not jaywalking cause I'm impatient. I just like, I'm not paying attention and I almost just get clipped by an SUV and the guy's like honking his horn. You know, I probably scared him cause he almost killed somebody. But I, in that moment I was like, Hey man, watch where you're going, you know? But I, <laughs> I was just like. Man, that's a really cool picture of the of a sable, of a weasel that I saw on Felix's account. I wonder if it has an Instagram. Oh, it does have one. Sick. And I found a pig too. Boom, dead. Two months later, you're doing. What I don't a way know to who- go. <laughs> well, luckily for the both of us, we're both gonna figure out the paperwork business side of the show. We're, we're both-, both businessmen, and <laughs> I would say my strong point is probably numbers as yeah. well as. Reaching as well like, as email. I'm a logistics guy. I'm really good at figuring out how to contact accountants uh, and uh, like SBA officers at my bank who I don't I hope that that like account thing doesn't I got never mind. It's not fucking important. I'll have to figure it out. But I'm like, does that expire? Like the lady's email to me like, hey, we can set it up whenever. You know, I don't know. It's not important. It's not interesting either. Uh, I went to the bank the other day and I said, I'd like to open a credit card with the credit union. And they said, okay, what's your credit score? And I said, I don't have one yet. And they they thought I, they thought I had some type of learning disability. <laughs> and I was like, well, how do I, I don't have a credit card. How do I get, I want a credit card so I can use it to buy stuff, which I'll pay back. But that's right. how you build credit is you get a bunch of credit cards. Right. You don't pay It worked really to. well for me. Like super good it worked for me. I honestly don't. I'm not even going to ball out or anything. I just need to build credit. So I have to do like a fucking secure, uh, a secured, secured loan or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, dude, yeah, yeah. this is all gay entry level shit. I'm not I'm in high school. You know. I have a podcast, dude. <laughs> I'm a proud small I'm a, business, business owner. owner. Yeah. <laughs> I filed my paperwork with the state, kind of, not re- like barely. I can go talk to the comptroller if you want. Yeah, like, yeah. Do you he know what no- that is? I'm like, I know it's a they. It's who controls the comp. Control. Yeah, he 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 trolls the comp. That's what he does. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to comp with the troller. You feel me? Yeah. And they're like, do you you don't have a, a checking account? What are you doing? You know. 
I had a 480 credit score, which is super good. Uh, and I, I like paid some stuff off and I got it up to like a 605. And then up until just recently, it went up like another six points. So I'm at like 611, 612 or something, which is fucking abysmal. It's dog shit. I literally got like $7,000 in credit card debt. They tried to settle a bunch and I was like, no, like I'm not even going to settle for the, like you've been robbed. You know, like you've been stolen from and I don't care about credit. Uh, I'll make it work. I'll find an apartment that has like a big bug in it and like a lot of rats. I don't really care. And But ever since I broke into like the 610s again, I get ads like emails and letters that are like, you know, uh, credit. You're eligible for like our fucking, you know, not even secured, like a full blown credit card. And I'm like, do y'all not like just because this shit went off my credit report because I didn't pay on it. Like, if I get this from you, I'm going to not pay it. <laughs> like, I, I am a one of my dumbest but most, like, principles I stand by is I do not pay debts to lenders. I do not pay student loans, and I do not pay credit card debt, and I don't pay secured loan debt. It just, I don't pay it. You've been robbed. So, I'm probably going to get a credit card <laughs> again. Uh, fuck as fuck it, why not? Dude, the fucking, the, the bank lady that I talked to was like, you can get a, a, a business credit card. And I was like, me and Thomas do not. Because there's so much shit we should buy for the show, but I could totally see us being like, can we write off Twin Peaks? Can we write off UFC fight nights? <laughs> we could. Like, can you write off? It's a business expense, right? Could I write off an El Camino? It could be If we go on tour and we drive in the El Camino, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think technically, yeah. Yeah, I think technically. We made it like a tour bus thing. Yeah, if we We could get a Sprinter van just to jack off in. Yeah. (laughs) Not even do the show in it, like a touring show. No, we just have a big hole in the side that we fuck. Yeah. (laughs) We don't jack off in it. It We can't even afford to put gas in it. Yeah, it's like an $85,000 Mercedes Sprinter van. Uh, Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I know that all the only thing a credit score is is like how profitable you are to lenders. Like how, but again, I don't like. I'm not, I, I shouldn't get one, but I, there are there's stuff there's fucking gizmos I want to buy gadgets. Uh, Dude, I love gizmos and gadgets. I love gizmos. I'm gadgets. more of a trinket guy. Trinkets, you know, novelties, uh, bobbles, bobbles, bimblets, stuff like that. You know, uh, knickknacks. Gotta love a good fucking knickknack. I love knickknacks. I also love nooks and crannies on an unrelated note. Uh, the other day, Ashley fucked that up and said crooks and nannies. And I was like, that is such like a like a solid mixtape name. You know, like a like a drill mixtape. Crooks and nannies. <laughs> I was just like, did you just mean nooks and crannies? And then in my head, I was like, if I was a rapper, again, fantasy. Like, my brain works this way. It's like, dude, if you were a really good rapper, that would be like a really like. Just a solid, you know, like a, a, a slick mixtape. And it wouldn't even. It would be the dumbest fucking thing anyone had ever made. No, it would be a good, like, festival trap DJ name. Yeah, yeah, good point. For, yeah, like, yeah. 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, did you hear that? Dude, Crooks and Nannies is opening up for Snails. Snails, uh, the alchemist. Well, that's actually a guy. Uh, so is Snails. Snails is a guy. Oh, I thought you were Snails is a is a DJ. Sort of like um mm, mm-hmm. Flosterdamus. Okay. 
White Lotus. I used to be into that stuff in high school. I was really into Flying Lotus, not White Lotus, the show. Flying Lotus I was into, uh, obviously, like Mad Lib. Like, anything that he's on, you could have a dude, like, <laughs> you could get a homeless guy off the street and be like, hey, go on a Mad Lib album. And he's just like, I'd be like, dude, this shit's hard as fuck. I fuck, I fuck with this pretty heavy. One of one of those types of white guys, you know, kind of like a one of those types. One, I'm kind of like a conscious rap fan, you know. I like lyricism. I like. Uh, you've probably never heard of them. A tribe called Quest in the you've far never side. Heard of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've there's no fucking way you've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. I really. Uh, I like. I highly fucking doubt you've heard of them, dude. <laughs> MF Doom, I don't think you've ever heard of anything like yeah, that in your life. Yeah, he died, so you're a little late to be liking him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's I didn't probably, know he died. I, didn't I, know he I died. won't even show you uh, one of his albums because he's dead now. He's dead now. And you're going to look like a real cunt if you start liking him now. There's a – did you see the Joiner? do you know who Joiner Lucas is? Yeah. He made a rap song about having, like, ADD. That uh, fucking rules. And the music video, though, I don't understand – why they did this but it's a bunch of troops like in the desert i don't they they look like they all look like operators i know exactly why he did that why he joiner lucas is is one of the top artists of the u.s military is he really that would be very funny if that's true, military guys love joiner lucas and yeah, like Tom yeah, McDonald. I you, yeah i see what you're exactly logic tech nine yeah yeah i know exactly what you're bro have you about. ever heard worldwide choppers <laughs> that shit no. goes fucking hard, dude. They can rap so fast. The uh, I don't know. It seems like everyone had a universal experience with somebody showing them immortal techniques dancing with the devil in high school. Like that was like everybody I talked to was like a guy showed them that's like this is real deep lyrical stuff. Tells a really scary story, and I listened to it and I was like, Am I supposed to be like? And it was like it's disturbing, but like it's hit hits. You know, it's like. It's kind of twisted. I was like, "This shit's gay." Like this, this guy ends up. I, like, uh, I, I never had one of those experiences because I'm from a different generation. That's you're true. Way older than me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Compared to me, you're an old ass man. Yeah, I'm young. I, I'm spry. I'm in my twenties, dude. I think it's. I don't know if it's like younger millennials, like my, like people who are like 25, 26, 27, 28, whatever. I'm seeing like an increasingly like large number of people my age. Or like that are entering their thirties that are like, I don't think my generation is like going to do well with their mortality. Like, cause they're like, I'm so old. Like, I don't understand anything. Like I don't get it. I'm like, I don't think anyone's ever done well with mortality. It's kind of you, the nature of the beast. Right. I understand. But like to broadcast it, like I, they're, they seems like they're, they're hamming it up. <clears throat> like, like, I don't know. Like, damn, I, that's on fleek. I'm, I don't know what that means. Oh, Thomas has disappeared. No, I, I got to grab a tissue. Oh, did you bust one off in your jeans? Yeah, I was having sex with the microphone. Oh, uh, well, that's classic stuff. Yeah. Um, you want to listen? <laughs> like that? That's gay. That's a gay sound. Dude, fuck you. You don't know shit about Jack, dude. I'm going to... I'm going to... I don't have the energy for it today, man. I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to fuck you to death. I'm going to come to your house and do the show. In a couple weeks. <laughs> yep, you are. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I've been trying to get tickets to Stav's show. Um, he's going to be in Dallas this Sunday. And I fucking, he added some more, and I yeah. managed to get the last table. All right, they didn't have any general admission. I got a table. 
and I felt like for some reason like like a fucking big ass baller. <laughs> yeah, it's just a literally a table seats yeah. four, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I can afford a table. I've 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 got I've got, it like I've that. got eighty bucks. Yeah, yeah, I've got eighty dollars. I can do anything, dude. Yeah, I'm I've probably got, gonna yeah. after the show. I'm probably gonna go back there and just hang out. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's. I'm probably there. gonna. He's probably gonna have me up there with with him. Yeah, for the he'll show. let you open. The opener's yeah. canceled. He's done for. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the opener uh, who I know, he's he's done. Solid um, guy, you Joey. Good guy, Joey Baloney. He's out. Uh, yeah, he's solid. Yeah, I. I was. I wanted to go. I'm. I'm trying to see if we can crank out another one this week. But uh, last time I went, it just. I've. I don't. Some of the clips I've seen from the recent ones are like super funny. But I. I don't know how. I mean, I guess he's just used to it. But like, I think I told you. Like, I was sitting next to like three dudes that were like reading posts from the Cumtown subreddit to each other, and they were like, <laughs> "You remember that one?" And I was like, "Man, I." What goes? What happens to people? Because like Disney adults, I can handle kind of. I know people that are that way, but there's something more twisted about like, like Ben tells me that certain fans of the show are the same way. It's like you remember that joke you made three and a half years ago. I've been thinking about it. I look at pictures of you uh, and your wife uh, in, in the dark, and I've been thinking about that joke, man. And I just I want you to tell it to me, or I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. My dog's gone. Family's fucked. So you need. That's to gonna be us that. in a couple of years. Yeah, except I don't know. Uh, <laughs> less of that because it's not gonna be the same level at all. No, um, it won't be the same. It'll stall out maybe around thirty-two hundred a month. I think. Uh, you know, and then that'll sort of be all she wrote on that, and we'll be stuck doing it because <laughs> we'll do it for forty years, making that much money, or however long until one of us stop our bodies. You failing. think we're both gonna live another forty years? <laughs> I think I will for sure. Wait, you think I? You think you'll outlive me? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I already have six. I got. I got a five and a half year, six year head start. So, I mean, I don't. I don't. I'm not looking forward to it or anything. Who knows? Uh, Ashley's always like, I really hope you die before me, or I die before you. And I'm like, why? Is she I'm like, like, I don't want to deal with that shit. That's literally her. I'm not kidding. She's like, I hope I die before you. And I'm like, why the fuck would you say that? And she's like, well, I don't want to have to like deal with like your death and like you you can handle mine. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, hold on. She's like, yeah, I just can't. It's gonna be really hard for me to deal with uh, if you die, <coughs> and you know you're you're better at that stuff. And I'm like better at dealing with like a loved one dying. I don't think anybody is particularly like it's not a skill, you know. I mean, unless you kill your I'm own family. I'm so good at yeah. people near me dying. I'm so good at it, dude. I've gotten really good at it. Less, uh, yeah. I uh, well, you know, I'm I'm such a good person. I hope everybody on earth dies before me. Yeah, did it would suck to be the last guy? Actually, no. I've, I no, have, it'd like, be sick, dude. You know how many sick. how many old classic trucks there's still <laughs> running? There would be just lying around. Yeah, and you could just crash them into. You couldn't get fast food though. I know you that couldn't you're, go to restaurants. I know that you're sober now, but if it, if you were the last guy on earth for whatever reason, would you fucking start going ape shit? With I would go to every CVS, dude. I would be pilled the fuck out behind a Ferrari, just like. 
It would be curtains. I don't think I would last very long. I don't think I would get super into pills or whatever. I I would be using the U.S. freeway system in a way that no one had used it before. (laughs) Yeah. I I would be... There would be a drunk driving Olympics. Yeah. (laughs) And there would be one guy on the team and it would be me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Can you imagine... You're not going to hurt anybody. Everyone, everyone's dead. Yeah. You can go 180 miles an hour. Yeah. You can, you, somebody's old Ferrari, you can just take it and you can just crash it into stuff. You can go I, to a military base. You can steal a tank. Yeah. If you can figure that out. It, yeah, it's like very much like a G. Like, can I figure out how to work an F-35? Because, man, if I can get one of these cocksuckers off the ground... Ah, oh, fuck. I'm doing 9-11 all day, hitting the ejector seat like right before. I'm going to do 9-11 on every skyscraper on planet Earth. That'll Trying to la- figure out a helicopter and killing yourself like 30 seconds in. Oh, yeah. People, you wake up, everyone's gone, and you, you're just trying to make a Corolla go fast. You're doing like 80 in a Corolla, just die. There's just no... You don't even get I'm just watching old YouTube videos and then just trying to <laughs> figure out life from in. there. Just yeah. like, you're like, man, like, you realize, ah, oh, fuck, and you're like, all right, I got to figure out how to hotwire a Humvee. And you're just sitting there, and you're like, I'll have one beer. It's been forever. And you're like, man, I've got so much time. And it fucking roof caves in. What flavor are you fucking with tonight? This is Cool Mint. I'm off that fruity shit right now. I bought this smoking, uh, this vape cessation device called a Capnos. Um, and it does not, uh, it, I, so what it is is just air. and it, But it has like a pool system, like a draw system. And you put mint oil uh, on the wicks, they've got pieces of cotton in there. It's basically like dry hitting a vape. Uh, and it worked for like 30 minutes. And then my brain was like, something is amiss here. There's a really important part. It does kind of help with the like this thing. Uh, but of course, you know, I'm inhaling like a poisonous level of nicotine all day from the moment I get wake up. And then it, the last thing I do before I go to bed, uh, as and God intended. As God in, as God fucking intended, dude. And I was using it. I got it. Like, it came in the mail the other day. And uh, I went out with some friends, and we got some food and had some some drinks or whatever. And I'm hitting it, and I'm like, man, this is kind of – I think I can really quit this shit. And then, yeah, like 45 minutes in, I'm, like, chewing the inside of my cheeks. And I'm just ripping this thing, just air, just minty air. And I'm like, huh, there's something is amiss here. And then, I, again, I had this sort of – Realizations like, dude, you have pre-hypertension from the amount of nicotine you consume, okay? Like, you don't – you're going to have to taper off. So, like, what I'll do is I'll hit that fucking thing all day. And when I think about killing myself, I'll rip the real the real deal, holy fill. But it's been kind of – it's been nice. It's been kind of You've been cutting back? I'm trying to, dude. I'm like – Yeah, I've, I, I've tried so many times. I, I, I mean, it's something – all right, at the end of the day, the problem isn't that I can't quit it because I have – successfully quit nicotine long term before yeah however i want to keep doing it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. for that like if i want to quit something i can't i've done it before um, yeah i i've quit so many other things right yeah, yeah. that it's like so what am i gonna do now yeah. after this Am I going to chew gum all day? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I going to, I don't know, get so into whittling that it becomes a problem for everyone around me? Yeah, everyone, yeah you're the whittling guy at like 23 years old. <laughs> you're like whittling yeah. at fucking like baby showers and shit. I legitimately, when I was trying to quit nicotine, I was whittling so much. 
Yeah, I remember that. You you were like you kept cutting part of your thumb off. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I <laughs> every like, fucking two days you kept like cutting like you're like yeah I took a chunk out of my thumb. <laughs> <Just like. laughs> I kept cutting the same spot on my thumb open over and over, and it was getting so bad. I think what frustrates me about like the times I've tried to quit, and I'm on, I'm in your boat. I'm like I don't really want to, but I think about like I quit I quit doing cocaine, like I quit doing Viking, like I quit things that like destroyed my life for a part of a, a good period a good good chunk of years it could have easily killed me uh and they're hard to come off of it sucked so fucking bad to stop but this i i have this little fruity little fruit stick this kind of kind of minty little fruity little fucking stick that i suck on all day i'm like yeah i don't really want to stop it tastes real it's real a big sweet. problem a big problem is it's so socially acceptable yeah, you no can't one really is mad key- at you for doing it because everyone yeah. does it. So it's you can't like, do key bumps at like Golden Corral. I guess you could. <laughs> you definitely could. Do people key bumps. do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. only places where they are constantly doing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, yeah, no, that was always my thing. Like, I've probably I've tried to quit drinking like one billion times in my life. Not because I like crash my car into people and I kill others, but it's just bad for my health or whatever. I drink a lot of beer, so it's just hard to like really dedicate myself to weight loss. But like this thing, dude. Like Ashley will we'll be in bed watching TV and it'll I'm like <clears throat> She's like, "Hey, it's like 11:30." You know, <laughs> like you're in bed, you're in your pajamas, like are we do you got to? And I'm like, "Yeah, if I don't, I'm going to get a headache and it's nasty feeling and I don't like it." So, you know, I'm going to keep doing it. Uh but anything, anything in life that makes you feel good is bad for you. So I think I just need to have like one or two things. Yeah. I, I work out a lot. I eat pretty clean unless it's the weekend. Um, uh, but. Uh, well, you know, if I could have some advice for you, I'd say get on probation and have them make it a condition that you can't have nicotine. I heard. I remember when you told me that, and Ashley told me that her friend who's a nurse cannot have nicotine in her system. Oh, I I can have nicotine. I was. Oh, okay. You were kidding. Yeah, but I'm saying if 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 they made it a condition. Oh yeah. Actually, when I, I was on juvenile probation, I wasn't allowed to have nicotine because. Yeah. But. Um, when I got a no, that, I wasn't addicted to nicotine at the time. So right. But, uh, Actually, you reminded me when I so when I got arrested, I. At 15, I had to pass a drug test and I could not have nicotine in my system. Uh, I had, for for the court thing, I had to piss in a cup, and uh, and I remember they were like, "You can't have any nicotine," and I was like, "Why not? It's not illegal." And I was like, "Oh yeah, no, it definitely is. <laughs> like right now for me." But at the time, I was smoking, but it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't hard for me to quit smoking then. It, like yeah, I, I quit smoking when I was like, I got into it when I was like 18 or so, and then I. I went from like a, a pack and a half a day to like pretty much zero. Yeah, I I was smoking. Yeah, about a pack and a half a day, and then I just stopped. Yeah, I was working construction. We could not smoke. We I was in a live part of the plant, and guys would dip, and I and I used the the, the pouches like snus yeah. every now and then. But if you were caught smoking, it was like an automatic termination because there's you know like sulfuric acid shit, benzene everywhere, and they're like you can't be having that. But yeah, that wouldn't help me quit. Um, when I was in college, I quit for a bit because I got a bronchial infection and a doctor I saw was like, so are you a, a smoker? I'm like, yeah, a little bit. He's like, how much? And I'm like, almost two packs a day. 
yeah, about a pack and a half. And he's like, you got to cut that out. And I was like, I don't want to. And so I kept like, I stayed sick until like, I finally was like, all right. And I didn't smoke for like a couple months, but, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, vaping tastes good. Uh, it makes me feel normal. Um, and it gives me like a warm tingly feeling, which is just my blood pressure, you know, going fucking haywire. Uh, I remember whenever I first, uh, got on probation, I, um, was having terrible, I was just, I wanted to be on something, anything. Yeah, yeah. And so, so I, I got a cold and I was like, bingo, this is a message from God. Yeah. And I started smoking again to give myself a respiratory infection <laughs> so, so that could, I could get a codeine prescription. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, and then after that, I was like, all right, I had my little fix. I'm done. My buddy, one of my roommates, uh, he got a he got a codeine prescription, but it wasn't codeine with promethazine. It was codeine with guafenicin, which is an. I think that's what they gave me. But so I don't know if you know this, but they purposely made guafenicin uh, at high levels. It's a uh, it induces vomiting. It's an expectorant for like I forget the term, but it induces vomiting. And it's supposed really? to be yes. Uh, it's supposed to be like designed to prevent abuse. That's why a lot of times when you get codeine now, it won't be with promethazine. It'll be with like a guafenicin added. It, guafenicin helps you cough up stuff, but in high doses, it makes you puke. And so my buddy comes back uh, from the doctor's office on campus and he's like, bro, I cannot believe that they fucking, you know, they gave your boy fucking lean. And we were like, ah, like at this era, we were like, oh, let's pour the fuck up. I'm going to get some Jolly Ranchers. We're going to do this fucking right. And I had I had gotten some prior before, but I didn't get that shit. I just got the good shit. I don't know why they gave him that shit. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm looking at the bottle and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, man, we can't we can't do this shit. And he was like, why? And I was like, there's like 800 milligrams of guafenicin. And he's like, what is it? And I'm like, well, it helps you cough, but it's also a deterrent for abuse for codeine. It'll make you fucking throw up if you drink too much of it. He was like, oh, that's I'm fine with that. <laughs> And I was like, it's going to ruin the high. Like, every time you go to, like, uh, you're going to fucking puke on yourself. And he was like, I mean, it's just, you know, buy the ticket, take the ride or whatever. And I was like, all right, man. And he was like, it won't be that bad. You know, I've thrown up before. And so he, I was like, I'm going to back out. I don't feel like puking today. I got work in a couple hours. You know, y'all have fun. Him and one of my roommates, you know, Sprite, double cup, do the whole thing, do it right. And they're, like, chugging it. And they're, like, you know, watching TV. And they're, like. And then one of one of uh, the guys that I lived with just sort of like stood up and then just projectile vomited <laughs> like onto the coffee table, and it was like just like chunks of like Sour Patch Kids, <laughs> like Sprite and like ice <laughs> or whatever. And he's like, "Man, Jake, bro, like you weren't kidding." <laughs> and like throws up again on the floor. And my buddy across from him is like, "I mean, I I feel fine. Like, damn, fucking Fast and Furious." Like I feel good. I don't fucking. I don't feel like anything. Y'all are a bunch of fucking pussies or whatever. So like roommate like goes and throws up, gets it all out, comes back, and he like keeps drinking it. <laughs> he was like, man, I mean, I got like half a cup left. So like keeps drinking it, keeps drinking it. Finally, my other roommate, I look over and he's like shock white, and he's like, you've ever seen a friend or I've been there. I've been the guy at a party who's been fighting for his life trying not to throw up for like yeah. an hour. Yeah, and he's doing that thing where you got hot mouth, kind of like real watery, and you're like. I was like, hey, bro, do you need to? He just goes, and it wasn't a projectile. It was kind of just like a, 
<laughs> like a just sort of like a trail, you know, and he was like, I just, and also he's high as fuck. They were like splitting blunts back and forth. I was like, dude, you guys, do you think you're better than scientists who make this stuff? I guess so. Like it, like a scientist it was like, I'm going to do something to prevent abuse and put a chemical in this stuff that makes you fucking throw up. Like, do you think you're going to outcompete <laughs> like this thing? It was designed to do this. I didn't like, know that. I drank a bottle of that stuff and. You didn't throw up? Maybe it's, it, I mean, it, it, it was, but it was over the course of, I, I drank half and then the next night I drank the other half. I'm pretty sure it's Guafenison, yeah. Like but it wasn't, it wasn't one of the huge bottles. Oh, uh, it wasn't like one of the full pints or whatever? No, I think it was a little less than that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know they got super sick off of it. And I think it's Guafenison that's the fucking, it's the, the. the I remember expected. driving to the gym. You, dude, you always tell me that you're like, yeah, I ate like two Hulks and like drank half a four loco and I PR'd. <laughs> like when you, like back in your fucking your days, like I, yeah. A lot of your stories that you tell me, you're like, man, I was just driving around drunk and I went to Planet Fitness and I benched like two sixty. <laughs> what the fuck? Like why? Like is that just something that you used to do? Like was that just? Well, that was how I motivated myself. Whenever I needed to start working out, I was like, well, I can't do this shit sober, so I. I'd uh, I'd bring my dad pin in there, and I would before I went in, I would I had this big, those big Gatorade bottles that the yeah. NBA players drink. Yeah, and I'd put those can fit about a Bud Light and a half, <laughs> and so I'd drink that in there, and then you know, I work out for a little bit, do my thing. Yeah. Once the treadmill started spinning faster than it should have, you know, like like yeah. everything around me. I'm like, all right, cool. I go back to the car, refill it, because I'd have a little cooler in there, and I would have a case in the floorboard of my passenger yeah. seat, and then as many beers as could fit in the cooler. Sometimes I do this with warm beer, also. Yeah. Um, and so you can get a good, you can work out for like two hours, and you can drink like nine beers, no problem. Yeah. If you do it right, but yeah, that's how I would work out initially because uh shit's just kind of boring working out by yourself if you know for sure if you're not in yeah. the habit and you don't have a partner there's there's a when i don't do it much anymore because i i'm i'm trying to like lose weight again like get like i'm trying to like actually get down to what i want to get down to anyway um there was a time when i like first got back into doing like white tie and stuff that i and i've done this before when i was training like years ago is I would have a shot or two before I would go spar. And the reason is it's just like kind of like, you know, loosey-goosey, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, like feel, I feel, you know. It does help with like you don't second-guess yourself so much. You don't clam up. Plus, it's like you take a shot. It's like, ah, nice. And you're not like, anyway. There are multiple occasions where like I have sometimes, some days I have this thing where I'm like, two, you want to try four? Maybe you can go in and do like some John Wick shit, you know. Maybe you fucking every, you're just slipping and fucking ripping on every cocksucker that walks into that gym. And there, there was like a couple times that I would like walk in and I am fucking totaled. And I'm trying to wrap my hands and I don't. I've been wrapping my hands forever. I don't know how to do it. I'm like putting my cup on sideways and shit. <laughs> I'm leaving, you know. And I'm like, uh, like ding ding, you just get tore the fuck up. And then of course you could smell. Like I had a guy I was sparring with. It was like. You leave the fucking bar before you came here, man. And I'm like, uh, no, I love my house. <laughs> he was like, 
you drinking? And I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, you smell like fucking like rubbing alcohol. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I'm shithoused. You know, he's like, it's not good. You like for your heart rate or whatever or like (laughs) like really anything yeah mentally or physically to take eight shots of espalone and then you know come and like put your heart through like uh, you know get a bpm of like 195 for like 30 minutes is i don't think any doctors recommend it i don't really think any champions have recommended that course of action uh but yeah you know i tried it for a little bit yeah the one thing i will say don't don't do before you work out is coke um now this has been a very long time i think i've told you this i don't i don't know but (laughs) i I don't know (laughs) i i only went through one little coke streak or whatever uh but it was a couple weeks yeah it was was every day yeah Um, ripping and dipping yeah, yeah yeah you know how it goes and uh well, I, you know, I didn't really have my wits about me because I'd been smoking for a lot of the day. I think I had the day off. Anyway, went to my friend's house. Did oh, also, I'd, I slept till like noon. Anyway, went to my friend's house. Had taken my Adderall late because I woke up late, forgot to. Yeah. So I'd taken it probably an hour before, but it's instant release. It's it's go, mm-hmm. It's in the system. You know? Yeah, yeah, you're cruising. Uh, I get there. I'm like, fuck. I got to work out. And I'm like... Well, it's been about 20 minutes. You know what time it is. You know, take a little key bump. Little go in there. Yeah, yeah. Start chugging my pre-workout. God damn, Thomas. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> so you've got, you got a 20, 10 or 20 milligram IR. you got a couple snooters. And you've got like 200 milligrams of caffeine coursing through your veins. It's, it was... So I, I it was one of those lit AF ones. So it was about God. 300 milligrams of caffeine. Oh, fuck. 15 milligrams instant release. And then whatever, you know, whatever else. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm like... Before I even start, I'm like, man. Hot one today, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. You're sweating way, way more than I am. Yeah. You don't sweat this much. You sweat yeah. a lot. You don't... Su- have you had any water today? I'm like, no, no, <laughs> not not a drop. Let's get this shit going. And dude, it's bench day. I don't miss. I yeah, I never miss bench days. Yeah, yeah. You know, that you, under any circumstances, I do now. I miss almost every single one. But you know what I mean. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I get down under the under the bar, and I'm like shaking. I'm like not God, doing well at all. And I'm like, well. Here we go. Anyway, no bitch. Un- yeah. Unrack the bar, and it's like this forty-five pound bar is like a hundred and fifty pounds somehow. <laughs> and so I push it up from like I do my warm-up sets. Yeah. And he's looking at me like, "What? What the fuck is going on, man?" I'm like, "Trust the process, bro. This is yeah. all part of the plan." I can, fi- I can physically feel my heart, like moving around in there, like. <laughs> Like, it's bumping into my chest plate. Yeah. Like, wriggling, writhing in pain. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. I must be sore from work, you know, yesterday. Shit, you know. And that day, that day um, I failed a rep of, it had to be, dude, it was like, maybe like one, it, I want to say it was like 185, dude. The weight slid off of the end of the bar. And this was like, this was whenever I was putting up like, like 225 was, I think, close to my max. But like, 
Actually, no, no, I'm giving myself too much credit. I think this was with 135 that the plate slid clean off. I was going to say 185 is heavy, dude. Like it's heavy, you know. The, the way that I was working out at the time was very much like strength, like to failure. Like you're trying to. Like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You, you have a spotter and you just you just push it to failure every time. Yeah, yeah. So 185 at the time was, I think I, actually I wasn't benching 225. I just started. I think just started heavy lifting i worked out anyway but yeah wouldn't recommend that um (laughs) that is like i don't you know again like the stuff whenever i hear you know you hear somebody tragically oding or like i a friend of a friend of a friend like a loose acquaintance did too much coke and it wasn't even like fent laced it just his heart fucking gave out you're like, man, that's tragic. And then, like, you tell me shit like that, or I have my own similar stuff. And I'm like, man, like, I really do think, I don't know what the science is behind it, but I think some people are just genetically capable of handling that type. Like, their bodies are like, all right. Oh, I mean, I've got, I'm in extremely good health on paper. I have, like, <laughs> low pl- blood pressure, but, like, the healthy kind. Yeah. Uh, resting heart rate. Is down to like seventy. Now. Yeah, mine's pretty low now that I lost the mine weight. Mine used to be like one hundred five, one ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. All the I time. Used to, I used to when I was like two sixty five, I would sometimes like do this thing, and I would uh, count fifteen seconds and then add four. You get a rough estimate, you know, pretty close estimate of what your BPM is. It would just be like one sixteen, and I would be like on the couch, like watching workaholics, like just I'm not. I haven't even eaten. You know, I'm not drinking. I haven't done any Coke. I haven't done no pills. And I'm like, and my roommate would be like, why do you check your pulse sometimes? I'm like, I'm just trying to get my BPM. And, you know, he'd be like, well, what is it? And I'm like, like 120. <laughs> and he's like, hey, <laughs> you need to lose weight, brother. Like now, one of the one of the meanest things that anyone has ever said to me, because I was like cokehead skinny for a while in college, like early, like 19 or 20. And I was also lifting a lot then. So it actually kind of worked out a little bit. But around like senior year, I started putting on like pretty, like a lot of weight. And this was before I lost weight for like the second time. I was probably like 220. Um, And a guy that I hung out with a lot, but we like didn't live in the house. We were friends. He looked at me. We were at a party one time and he was like, uh, hey, man, I'm not trying to be a dickhead or nothing, but. uh, you look like you've uh, put on some weight, man. And I'm like, ha, yeah, you know, like a couple pounds or whatever. Ah. He was like, nah, man, like, I'm just, just saying this as your friend. Like, I thought cokeheads were supposed to be skinny. And that sentence, I don't know why. There are some things people have said to me in my life. I'm glad that this person said that to me. This was like 2008, not 18, not eight. I was 14. <laughs> if I was like 216, 14. <laughs> you know, that was the toughest, yeah, thing, yeah, toughest yeah. part of sixth grade for me. Yeah, yeah. Eighth grade was tough. I was 260, hitting an eight ball every day. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I was 2018, and I was like, and at that point, I had never really considered quitting. Like, obviously, when, you know, those late nights that turned into early mornings, I was like, fuck. All right, if I can get through this fucking panic attack, I'll never do any fucking blow again. And like that, the next night, I'm doing blow. But. That sentence, yeah, man, I thought cokeheads were supposed to be, like, skinny. Like, you're kind of fat, bro. And he wasn't even trying to fucking clown on me. He was just, like, like the way that I'd be like, did you get a haircut, man? And you'd be like, yeah. That guy, he was just like, man, like, cokeheads are supposed to, like, look good. Like, you look like fucking, 
you like a fat retard, man. <laughs> like, you look like shit, bro. And, like, at that point, I was, like, like I went home after the party, and I was, like, all right, I got to stop. Because if you're – if you do cocaine every day and you're fat, there's only one guy who ever did that. His name was Chris Farley. <laughs> and he was way funnier and, like, an athletic fat guy. He did, like, cartwheels and backflips and shit. Me, no, I was not doing that stuff. Uh, but that was, like, one of those moments in my life where I was, like, Man, I don't even look good doing this shit. You know, like some people do coke and they're like, you know, like fucking on Instagram and shit. I look like the fucking Mucinex guy. <laughs> it's just like very swollen, sort of sickly green. Um, and then like yeah, after that, I just kind of like stopped. Uh, there were a couple times like I would go like a couple months and I would fuck it up. This was like late 2018, early 2019. So it would be out of my system, you know, and I would, uh, and I was still big then big at this point. I was like, yeah, like 260, I hadn't like my idea of fitness was not doing cocaine anymore. I was like, I'm going to give the gym a little, I'm going to wait a little bit, but I'm just not going to do no blow. <laughs> like that was like my, but anyway, there'd be a couple times where I like, I would, and it'd be out of my system and I would be at a party. And I'd be like, I'll do a little bit, but I would try to take like you know, a heroic dose like I was used to taking and I would just end up like I would go to my car and sit like the driveway of the party and just be like, like my fucking my roommates would come out and be like, like I'm in my car like one, two, a three to the four. Like just trying to count my way like out of hell or whatever. And they're like knock on the window. Hey man, you good? And I'm like, like you now like a fucking like startled toddler. I'm like, I'm super solid. I'm fucking, I'm super fucking good, man. And they're like, you did some cocaine tonight, didn't you, brother? I thought you were going to quit, man. What the fuck's up? Me and my roommates were like on my ass or whatever. I was like, yeah, you know, I slipped up. I slipped up and did a little. And they're like, how much do you do? And I'm like, ah, oh, like a little. Start off the little pinky and they're like, did you do like six or seven lines back to back to back like you used to? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely I, 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 I fucking definitely did that shit. And then I did like three in the bathroom, too. And I'm doing it in the car now. And they're like six. So like you're fat as fuck and you're trying to quit. So if you're going to fuck up, like I don't want you to, but maybe just do a little. And I'm like, that's not how we roll, baby, on the fucking east on the on the coast. Come on, man! Hey, you know how, how we fucking? We, we know how our cholos get down, brother. Uh, you know how we do it, man. We know we how we do it, bro. We yeah, we fucking overdose on cocaine, and our mom cries. I say, <laughs> our we whole our family's life. Yeah, man. our whole family's devastated. I say, owns we like we <laughs> our fucking we nothing worth. We nothing, we, and and every step up until we die, we disappoint people. Like so, it's really. And our that, grandma has to clean out our car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And our little brother gets the car, and he changes the course of his life forever. Owns and like he doesn't even finish school even because he can't deal with the pain. I say like we. You know, everything like, around us collapsing and collapses. we leave morning our ashes. Our girlfriends fucking kill ourselves and that sets off, kills themselves. That sets off a whole thing with their family. I said, we cause irreparable damage homes to like eight generations of people. Um, <laughs> uh, we do so much cocaine that you can't even get a job at Whataburger, I say. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And that's just how it is on the east side. I say, like, you do so much cocaine, they don't even let you get a loan. Eastside Pasadena, Eastside Pasadena. 
<laughs> East side of the suburb outside of Houston, Texas. They say that's got a lot of crime. That's just how we roll. Eastside East Peaster, Texas. Eastside, East Eastside, an hour yeah, outside of Fort Worth. Worth <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two and a half hours outside of Fort Worth. Home. <laughs> that's too far. That's a, they say we do so much cocaine that way they won't even give us a credit card. They won't even let us apply for like a visa or like a secured one. Even like we, it, we do so much cocaine, they take away our social security number. <laughs> I didn't even know that they could do that, Holmes. But I did enough coke, and I found out they take away, they remove your identity from the system. They took my name. Yeah, that I walk around as a man with no country. My passport does not work no more. When I go to Chili's, I have to tell the waitress my name is redacted. Yeah. <laughs> We do so much cocaine, brother. We get we we become fucking ghosts in this world. I have to sign my checks with a big black line. Yeah, yeah just like when this, <laughs> like you know, have you ever seen those CIA redacted files? They say that's all my signatures, just a black marker, a big black. And rectangle. the doctor said I'm mentally redacted. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they take my blood, it's just three question marks on my fucking results, Holmes, because that's how much cocaine that we be fucking snorting in, you know, brother man. Say homes. That's how we do it. Yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah. That's how we run down the clock on the show. That's how we. This, <laughs> if we you ever seven minutes, if you, if you ever find that you do a show and you need to do eight minutes, just do this voice and then just say anything. I say say it fucking literally anything. Literally anything. Like <laughs> like for example, like that was fifteen seconds. Yeah, and you do that four times. That's a minute. And you do and that. You do that six times. It's a minute and a half. Yeah, a minute, something like that. Something. Yeah. yeah. You ever do so many jigsaw puzzles? Essay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, hey, oh, you want to hear something interesting? Yeah, hit me with it. You know how I did that pedophile in my neighborhood check? Mm-hmm. I realized that. that <laughs> The one on the corner is that guy with the fucking sick ass Ford. The with the body kit and everything? That is <laughs> yeah. so fucking badass, dude. That's awesome. I'm like, man, what I'd give to be that guy. <laughs> You're like, man, I would give anything to be that, that guy, guy with the truck that sickest life. Ever. Yeah, yeah. He probably has so much money put away. And it's like, no, he should have had a lawyer. Like this should have been his lawyer retainer money and this I think he sells cars. I think it's like a dealer thing. Because um, he has like a different car out there every week. So Hates doesn't have the truck out there no more? No, no, it's uh, gone. Well, like, that that's a really... That's <laughs> that's by far the sickest one that's been out Yeah, there. no, that's, yeah, this truck is fucking badass. It's very funny to be, like, a car guy and also a pedophile. Like, I don't, I don't know, you know, like, you, there's this crossover in acting world and the, you know, music world and whatever, like, whatever. But to be like, yeah, I, I restored this, uh, this old GTO, uh, dude, from scrap. It was just a hush. It was just a frame. Uh, you know, I put a really nice engine in it and, uh, you know, I white walled the tires with a nice coat of paint cost me like 35 grand. Oh, that's badass, man. What happened to it? Ah, I had to sell it, uh, to get a lawyer. It's like, ah, oh, fuck man. Divorce. Nah, I never been married. Oh, did you get a DUI? No. What happened? I like, I like molested like a lot of kids, <laughs> like just a whole bunch, you know, and you're not allowed to do that stuff and it's expensive to get into that type of stuff. So. It's a really terrible business to be in. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm an idiot. And, uh, like, whenever I find out a guy, uh, like, you read an article, maybe it's, a like, a Z-list, or just any any guy, any guy, who has, you know, like, an impossible amount of child pornography. I'm like, oh, he just found it. 
but like I remember that it is like a it's like a billion dollar industry. Unfortunately, you know, it's like it's, it. So I'm like, how much money do these like a hundred like you know say how many ever terabytes or whatever fucked up a fucked up number of the worst shit on planet Earth? It's like, dude, are you? I don't. In my head, I was like, oh, he just has it. You know what I'm saying? Like I never thought about a guy spending like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, <laughs> like I. On child pornography, like I, whenever you read the headline, it's like man caught with thirty eight gigabytes of child porn. I'm like, oh, he just you you he just found it on the internet somewhere. It's like, no, you gotta like pay for that stuff. It's a commodity, you know. It's an industry like anything else. So I don't know. It just I like I never put two and two together for some reason. People do it with drugs. I guess obviously. I hadn't thought about that. It's fucked up, Which right? Is weird because it's something I think about all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think about you know how much exactly one gigabyte or video costs i try to you know run the numbers just intellectual curiosity uh well and also are these high fidelity files are these in flack or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's very funny to be like a like an audio and like video yeah, file. The sound on this is not very good it's almost offensive to me you should have gone stereo is. is this mono what are you a fucking peasant like I can't really, you know, I'm not getting clear, crisp Dude, sounds. Dude, are you even a pedophile? <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't imagine, like, like, like in the same way that people buy, like, the dark web is like a fucking, you know, it's like a honeypot now. But back in, like, I guess it's heyday. It's like you bought drugs off there and then guys bought, you know, fucking kitty diddle stuff off there or whatever. But I guess, like I said, it's like it functions the same way as any illicit substance. It's like... If a guy gets caught with six ounces of fucking yak, he either harvested it, you know, or he bought it and he spent a lot of money on it or whatever. But I don't, I don't know. Like, always in my head, when it's like principal of so and such high school at, you know, 200 terabyte or whatever, I'm like, man, he just had it. I, I can't imagine. I've bankrupted myself. I guess because I'm not a pedophile, I'm like, who spends money on child pornography? <laughs> like, I can't believe people would spend money on that. But, you know, like, we're not pedophiles, so of course it doesn't make any sense. But I guess if you're a pedophile, you make time. You put in the extra hours. Yeah, I mean, work. you got car guys. Everybody's got a hobby. <laughs> yes, yeah, so a guy you work with is suddenly putting in, like, 70, 80-hour weeks. You're like, man, you got to. You, know, so you knock your old lady up or what, man? I totally understand. You know, you got you to fucking diapers ain't cheap, bro, and formula's expensive. No, I, I kind of got a new hobby I'm working on. It's like, oh, are you restored in the, uh, the cyclone? No, 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 no. I got really into filming stuff. <laughs> I got into, like, making videos. Oh, you... Dude, speaking of cars, I, uh, I was looking at old Toyota SUVs. Yeah, like the... Like Dude, the, the resale value is insane. Talk about like the FTJ Cruisers. My dad has one. Is it an old one? The Cruisers are like I think his is like an 08 or an 09, something like that. I mean like the the Highlanders and like the Rav Fours and shit. Forerunners from like the late 80s, early 90s and shit. Well, yeah. like I I if I if because I've been thinking about getting rid of the old Matrix at some point. Yeah. Not right now. Like in a year or two. Are maybe. you saying insane in a bad way? Because I know everything right now is fucking stupid. Everything. I mean, super expensive. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I everything, saw like dude. a Forerunner that was like a '93, had like two hundred fifty thousand miles. My dad like, had one of those. Yeah, yeah. It's going for like nineteen grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my and dad. I'm like, come on. When my dad got his Charger, he like, he bought a fucking Dodge Charger, uh, but he had a. A blue Toyota 4Runner from the 90s that he it had dude when he got rid of it it still drove just fine I think it had over 300,000 miles on it 
I don't know why he didn't keep it. I don't, I, I guess we just, just didn't want it. But those those old forerunners, dude, they were they were like cars for the end of the world. And I wanted one for a while because my dad's was so fucking cool. Uh, but every time I go to Google, like I'll look up like old Civics and like the, the little pocket rocket. Uh, what are the Honda CR? CR X or V? Yeah, my buddy restored one. You know, dude, all that shit. You mean like, the you mean the SUV? No, the little hatchback ones. Oh, okay. Those little fucking two seaters. The, the CRV is like the. Uh, yeah, I think it's the CRX. It's like the. It's a little yeah, pocket. I got you. Yeah, a little two seaters. Dude, all that shit's like. I mean, even the Pontiac old rebadge GTOs that used to go for nine or ten grand, all of the motherfuckers are like twenty three, twenty four thousand dollars right now. I like it's it's fucking retar- like I can't even. It's fucked up because now I have kind of enough money to make a stupid financial decision, and actually I don't. I do not have nine grand. I don't even have like three. But in my mind, I'm like, I could make it work. I could tighten up the belt for a year and buy a car I've wanted since I was like 12 years old. But now it's just, it's unattainable. Completely out of reach, you know? Yeah, I'll, I'll look at like old trucks or whatever now, and I'm like, dude, you have an old truck. Yeah, you just have to <laughs> yeah, fix yeah, the transmission yeah. on it. You have to spend like an afternoon figuring yeah. out what's wrong. Maybe eight or 900 bucks, maybe. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You're like, all right, I got, th- I can make 30 grand work, you know? Yeah, I'm like, I could just. I could just like sell like everything I my fucking, body or yeah. I don't know a kidney or something and then get like an old Monte Carlo I don't know I will say, it's funny me and Ashley looking for places to this complex we're in you've been to it's just dog shit and we want to get a like a nice yeah, place you live in a shithole <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and um, I will start on Zillow at like our budget which is like sixteen seventeen hundred and there's like two or three houses everything in Austin's fucked and I'll bump it up to like seventeen fifty. Two or three more results, everything's still fucked. And I'll go to two thousand. I'm like, all right, that would fucking suck to pay a thousand dollars each in rent. But I picked up some freelance work. You know, I might start bouncing. I don't fucking know. Um, I'll make it work. Ashley is getting more hours of work lately. We'll make it work. You know, maybe two or three more houses. By the end of my house search session, dude, I'm looking at houses that cost like seven thousand dollars a month, like on the water. And I'm like, if I just picked up like. Another 40 hour a week job bounced on the weekends. The show somehow miraculously went up like to $20,000 a month. Uh, and then Ashley, you know, became like the, the wine boss at work and somehow <laughs> was working 150 hours at an Italian restaurant. That's only open six hours a day. We could totally make this $22,000 mansion work. Like I, I, and it's, it's been that way my whole life, but I think because, and again, I did my taxes this year. I think I made like, I don't know, 49, 50, like that. I don't know. But in my mind, I'm like, I have a savings account, kind of. I keep some money in there. It's not really a lot. It's not enough for even a month's worth of bills. I can afford $12,000 a month for this. You know, like, it's just, it's fucking fantasy land. It's complete and utter fucking dog shit. But, yeah, I, uh, I was working in a neighborhood this week that was pretty nice. Okay, I say pretty nice. It was all mansions. I was working at a mansion. Like a like a gated community or whatever, it, super insanely nice. Where Every was it at? Like in Fort so, Worth? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I was like, man, this is a nice neighborhood. You know, I I like to think about saving up for a house. Sort of am, but like, yeah, just the way that you save up for things without knowing what it's for. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I go and look, and it's like literally at a certain point. I don't know if it still is the the richest neighborhood in Texas. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like every every house is like two million dollars, like yeah, minimum or whatever. Yeah, and here I am as a, as a guy who makes 
like below the average income for Texas as like man like you know if I just set if I you know keep my mutual fund going and mm-hmm. I maybe get lucky with a couple stocks and then I get oh a $300,000 a year raise at my manual labor job yeah which the like, owner doesn't if, even if make just, that <laughs> yeah if I, if I make if I start making the combined wages of everyone at my company plus just the like minus overhead like all the profits and yeah everything. yeah i the, think i could the, honestly like rent out like a room at one of these places yeah <laughs> yeah i i have in my mind that like you know we've had like steady gradual growth on the show but i end up looking at the same shit man i'm like huh that's a really beautiful house in lago vista eight bedrooms i i live i don't it's me and ash you know we have one dog Man. Yeah, but I could come live there. Yeah. <laughs> move the family. I start, I move my parents in. Yeah. Well, it's like, it'd be funny if you like knock on the door to, to like come to a video episode. I somehow do get one of these and, and Eden's with you. And you guys have like three pigs, like <laughs> like a goat and like eight chickens. And you're like, I, I'm just here for the video episode. And I'm like, what's the barn animals? Oh, hey, Eden. And you're like, I figure we could just run like 780 video episodes over the course of the next 10 to 15 years. <laughs> you know, like I think we just... We'll make it work, you know. It's not a big. I'm deal. like, all right, we'll be heading out, and then like later that afternoon, like you look in my car still in the driveway. <laughs> I come home from the gym, and you're in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm like, hey, what's up, man? I'm uh, wearing like just an apron and a like top hat or something. Yeah, g string. <laughs> yeah, I like don't. I don't, I do the same thing with cars. I do the same thing. Like I, like the show. I'm like in my mind. I'm like, all right. We plug the we 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 do these Chapo shows. Starting in April, we make $62,000 a month, which is chump change. You know, it's nothing. <laughs> That's fucking nothing to a guy like me. And then I invest that for one month. And I do so good at investing that Warren Buffett gives me $68 million. <laughs> and he's like, you do with this. You're going to break the economy, man. And then I get a G5 airplane and I learn to fly it and I can go wherever I want because that's how planes work. I'm almost, I'm almost, I'm 20, 28 years old. And I'm like, dude, if you just make a couple smart money moves, you can be on the Forbes 500. You can be the 30 under 30 from podcasting and being a graphic designer <laughs> for, for, for a fucking website. Hey, if you thought this was cool, you should go over to patreon.com slash pendejo time. You should toss us a little sub. You should give us a little, little, rough, little, little couple dollars, a little, little, little submission, a little submissive, you know, um, mm-hmm. We are doing some shows with Chapo Trap House. Austin sold out, but Dallas is coming up on the 18th, Houston the 22nd of March. Um, and uh, tickets are still up for those, I think. I just checked them. Um, Can I do a plug? Yeah, go ahead. It, uh, I will be going to the grocery store tomorrow. If you want to see me there, you might catch me. At the, uh, I'm not going to, I was actually going to say which one you shop at, and I, it doesn't matter. It uh, might be the Central Market on Hewlin. Yeah. <laughs> it might be the Central Market on Hewlin in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, all right. Fucking. I like so- the idea of getting murdered in the Central Market parking lot. Yeah. Like in a very nice neighborhood in, for- <laughs> in, the, in the Fort Worth area. Dude, I, I, when you, I, I keep forgetting that like the parts of Dallas that I visited where my friends lived and then like literally like 15 minutes outside, like, yeah, those are the richest neighborhoods in Texas. Some of the richest in the country. Like, the, the just sprawling manners. Like, huge fucking ridiculous shit. 
Fort Worth is funny because like behind Central Market, like right next to is Como, which is like one of the most dangerous neighborhoods. Yeah, no, dude, Houston's like that. Like if you go to River Oaks and you see the fucking like where like, where the Astros live and shit, like some of the Rockets guys and like a couple celebrities. I mean, just impossibly nice houses. If you drive like eight minutes the other way, you're in like Third Ward. <laughs> Whereas just like you just don't you just don't go there unless you're from there or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I'm stupid. I think all cities are like that. I think I'm just a huge idiot, and I don't know anything. I about wonder it. if race has something to do with how. I cities wonder if are race and class has anything to do <laughs> with how with cities how society it, works. Yeah, know. you know, probably you, not. No, probably not. You know, you, it's weird. You go to a city and you have all these nice streets that are perfectly paved with no potholes, fifty, sixty million dollar homes, and you drive nine minutes. Uh, and no trains work there. There's no gas stations or jobs. There's no grocery stores. People kill each other. They sell their bodies. All the homes are boarded up. I wonder if race or class has anything to do with that stuff at all. Up next on Pendeo Time. Uh, See you guys. Economy. Bye. <laughs>